This is Mindful Mostly, a show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. We talk lifestyle, wellness, living your best life in the most down-to-earth way possible. I'm Andrea Collins. Today, we're talking about mindful internet use and protecting yourself online, which is so important. But first, this episode is sponsored by TELUS Online Security, powered by Norton LifeLock. TELUS is working with Norton LifeLock to provide Canadians an all-in-one solution to help protect their devices, online privacy, personal information, and more, which is, like I was saying, just so important these days and sometimes something that, well, let's just say we're not thinking about enough. Because get this, according to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre, Thousands of Canadians collectively lost more than $60 million in 2020 alone. With more Canadians online than ever before during the pandemic, honestly, 77% of us have reported increased usage. Canadians are experiencing increased levels of risk online. In fact, Statistics Canada has reported that 42% of Canadians have experienced at least one cybersecurity incident. That includes phishing attacks, you know, malware, fraud, hacked accounts since the beginning of the pandemic. So now more than ever, it's so important that we proactively protect ourselves from online threats, especially during our more than ever connected period of our lives. TELUS online security is simple to use and packages range from only $10 to $30 a month. Plus, you can learn more about how to get geared up with this all-in-one online security solution at telus.com slash online security. If you need that again, you can find it in the show notes. Okay. Let's get into mindful internet use and protecting yourself online. So, what steps can you take to protect, you know, let's say your laptop, your smartphone, your iPad, or other devices against cyber threats? What strategies can you rely on to help protect your personal and financial information when you're browsing your favorite websites? Here's some ideas to keep your information and online data secure in 2021, okay? We don't want anything bad to happen. One, they say watch out for online scams. Cyber criminals have taken advantage of the COVID-19 pandemic, and they've been exploiting people's fears and good nature of victims. Some are, you know, peddling fake coronavirus cures or protective equipments, and people might be more likely to fall victim to online scams that are selling miracle COVID treatments, (laughs) don't go for those, disinfectants, you know, ultra strong masks that are guaranteed to keep them safe from the virus. You don't want to be sending any money to those miracle cures or equipments because likely something bad's going to happen. Um, Basically, you want to avoid these online scams, you can usually spot them, right? If you have a keen eye, although I'm surprised sometimes the people that that do get fooled by them, people that I know, and I'm like, what, you got duped like that? Some of these though, they're looking very convincing. Who would even know that it's not the real thing? So keep your eyes peeled. Um, There's also number two, don't give your money to fake charities. So since the pandemic started, Criminals have been busy creating fake charities. I know, brutal. So these scammers reach out through social media, phone calls, emails, and they're generally requesting money for charities that do not exist. 
Some fraudsters will even create fake websites that mimic those that ex- already exist. You know, they'll they'll create websites that look like a reputable charity's website. Uh, the list goes on and on. There, there's actually a few fake warning signs of a fake charity. Don't give money if someone calls you on the phone and pressures you to give money immediately. That's usually a bad sign. And don't trust a charity that asks you to pay by wire transfer, cash, or through a gift card, which sounds ridiculous. But these guys, they're master master manipulators. So there's a head up, heads up. Don't give your money to fake charities. Number three. Be on the lookout for spear phishing attacks. Spear phishing is a bit like traditional phishing attacks, only more sophisticated. A scammer tries to trick victims into giving up personal or financial information by sending fake emails that are crafted to look like they're from victims' banks, credit card providers, or government agencies. So when you click on these links in the emails, you're then taken to fake websites that request bank account information, pins, social insurance numbers, you know, all that information. And that is how you get attacked. They say to identify a spear phishing attack, you can take one of the following measures. Check the sender's address because lots of times they look a little wonky. Um, They look suspicious if you take a look. Typically, there are subtle changes such as the letter zero being, sorry, the letter O being replaced with a zero, okay? Then verify links. If the email includes a hyperlink, a quick way to check if it's legitimate is to hover over the URL. And once your mouse is hovering over the link, the full URL that's being linked to it will appear. If it seems suspicious, do not click it. Also, you can make a phone call. In some cases, you might be fooled by a phishing email that was posing as a friend or a trusted person. In these cases, if you think it's odd that a friend would be emailing you to ask for your password or your username, it could be best to just give them a shout and ask if it's legit. Number four, connect safely through video chats. So hackers can acquire the links to video conferences to steal information like names, emails, contact information of attendees. They can also spy on your video conferences. What? That Zoom call you had last week? Yeah. They could be spying on that to acquire important and confidential company information. So to help protect yourself, only use video conference services that rely on encryption to protect your privacy. This will scramble your session into a format that others typically will not be able to read. And lastly, watch out for public Wi-Fi. Public Wi-Fi is far from secure. Hackers can easily track your activity while you're browsing the web or sending emails while using public Wi-Fi, listening to music. That's because public Wi-Fi is notoriously unsecure. It's possible that cyber snoops, they call them, could view the websites you visit, capture the passwords you enter while logging into banking or credit card portals online. They might even intercept emails you send. So... To stay safe, they say, avoid logging onto your banking or credit card sites while using public Wi-Fi. You know, don't do any of the really important stuff until you get home, okay? And if you want more information on how you can protect your online security, check the links in the show notes. That's this week's episode in the books. Still got a couple episodes to wrap up season five that will be coming out in February. In the meantime... 
Go back and listen to some of the great episodes we've had so far this season and in the seasons before that and before that. I'm Andrea Collins. This is Mindful Mostly.